This episode is brought to you by Quests for Authenticity, a confidence coaching program that uses D&D to help you become just as confident in real life as your characters are at the game table. Visit www.questsforauthenticity.com to learn how the program helps people stop being an NPC in somebody else's story and become the hero of their own, or to take a free quiz that will stat you as a level one character in real life. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. But second level is where it gets interesting. Everyone's favorite yes. ability, Wild Shape, kicks in. So at second level, you can use your action to change into a beast that you've seen before. And in D&D 5e, when we say beast, we mean a specific kind or category of creature called beasts, which are generally seen as naturally occurring animals like you would from our world. Although dinosaurs are in that one, and as well as a few other things that make you go, wait, what? Are owl, bear, uh, are owl, owl bears considered beasts? No, no, they're not. Um, <sighs> funny you should ask me that. Uh, yeah, because... <laughs> Famously in the new <laughs> D&D movie trailer that hasn't come, the movie hasn't come out yet as of this recording, but the druid does turn into an owlbear, um, but which turned into a whole like dividing line for the community. Like you're a piece of garbage if you won't let your druid uh, wild shape into an owlbear uh, versus the rules lawyers who are like, mm, actually, um, and I knew they were going to get that flack. I, I even told one of the people like, no, this is going to be problematic, but the argument most people have is, is either one of two things. So an owl bear is not a beast, but it comes from two beasts, an owl and a bear. It can't fly. It doesn't have like a breath weapon or anything else weird. It actually is really on par with other beasts of the same CR. So it's like, I mean, it never occurred to me, but yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, and other people are saying, no, watch Wizards of the Coast is going to drop a new book before the movie comes out that lets you wild shape into an owlbear uh, or something that includes owlbear. And the fact that, to, okay, huge little short tangent here that maybe you can put this at the end of the episode or something, that there is in um, uh, the Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, there's a prison that's like detailed out and everything that none of the adventures use. And everyone was always kind of like, oh, that's weird. Oh, well, we have a cool prison we can use for other things later. And then in the movie, they go to that prison. They put that prison and invented it in Rhyme of the Frost Maiden by request of Paramount and the Honor Among Thieves movie so that they would have a canonical prison to put their characters in. Which leads wow. to more credence of, I bet you there's going to be a, a circle of the owlbear or whatever. Yeah, speculation has some more grounds. Yes, which is awesome. I, I'm, I'm here for it. But so wild shape. Wild shape lets you turn into a beast um, at second level. Except for and, an owlbear. <laughs> except for an owlbear. Uh, unless your your uh, DM is rad uh, and then go for it. Uh, but basically, uh, I, there's restrictions uh, at second level, you can only do something that has a CR one fourth or lower, and it can't have a, a flying or a swimming speed. I, I wonder if that's not going to change in the one D and D because that's always struck me as a little odd. But at fourth level, you can go to a half CR and it can swim, but it can't fly. And then at eighth level, it maxes out at CR one and no other restrictions. So you can do a giant eagle or something. Um, 
So uh, there are some things later on that can change that, like your Druid Circle. But basically, as you go up in level, it lets you be able to keep that form longer and longer. So uh, basically, um, you can use it twice before you do a short or a long rest. And um, you can do it a number of hours equal to half your Druid level rounded down. So, so it would be at, a minimum of one by the time you get this. Minimum of one hour, yeah. But at level 20, that would be theoretically like 10 hours. Although I think, I'm pretty sure there's a capstone ability that lets you just never have to change back if you don't want to. Um, and just a, a reminder uh, for everyone who's out there wanting to multi-class, it does say your druid level. Your this druid is not your level. character level, it's your class level. <laughs> yes, which is sad, but fair. Um and uh, the, now the reason that people like Wild Shape so much is other than being to, you know, to be able to turn into a dog and get those scritches uh, and because animals are cute, uh, it basically gives people like this pool of extra hit points and even extra abilities, especially lower on uh, in, in level. But uh, basically you can hold it until you run out of time, you fall unconscious or you drop to hit zero hit points or you die. Um and basically everything gets replaced with the statistics of that um, that new creature, except for your alignment, personality, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma, which is different than polymorph. So you're just as smart and insightful and charismatic as, as a crocodile as you are as your normal character. So you can still make strategic choices. You can still understand speech and all of that. And also, if you have any uh, class features or racial features that could still be potentially used in this new form, you can still use them. Like a Dragonborn's breath weapon carries over. It doesn't go away. Yes, you For can have fire-breathing squirrels. <laughs> I was thinking mouse. My first thought was like, you know, a, a one-fourth or lower. I was like, oh, you could be like a little rat or a little mouse. And you said that. I just had this picture of like, a little mouse breathing fire. <laughs> yep. I am. Andy, here you can for make it. anything happen as long as you can think it. <laughs> yes. Well, and now we've come back to the love of the game. Um, and uh when you take damage in wild shape, basically is if the say you have 10 hit points and someone does does 11 damage to you, you that's enough to kill that form, you automatically revert back to your normal form. And that extra one point of damage carries over into your personal hit points. Uh, so it uh, not only does it give you new abilities, it acts as like this hit point buffer uh, that can make uh, easily your druid be the tank of your party. Um, you also can't cast spells while you're a druid, but you can maintain concentration. So you mean uh, while you're in wild shape? While you're in wild shape, yeah. Um, so you could do something like call lightning, and hold on to the concentration and then just change. So you can be a fire-breathing, lightning-calling squirrel. Yes. Uh, so there you go. I'm definitely not mentally creating my next character while mm -hmm. we talk. No. Yeah. And so now you can see why when you're like, yeah, I've never had a druid in my party before. And I'm all good. <laughs> because <laughs> this is what they can get up to. Um, uh, and then also at second level, they get their druid circle, which is their subclass. Uh, fortunately, there's not a ton to choose from, but there are some that have more like sub subclasses than others, which we'll talk about later. But uh, this is where you get your extra abilities and extra spells, access and all that kind of stuff at second level. Um, 
And then um, after that, there's not a lot outside your circle. So you get- um, (laughs) Stay inside your circle. (laughs) Yeah, stay in your lane, Druid. Um, But basically, yeah, at fourth level, you're going to get your ASI, your ability score improvement, that improvement to wildship we already talked about. Uh, And then at eighth level, same thing again. Twelfth level, another ASI. uh, 16th level, another ASI. And you don't really get things that are not tied to your druid circle other than increased spell casting ability, uh, spell slots and the like until really, I think level 18. Um, and this is kind of the fun thing is that at level 18, uh, because you've been, you know, suffused with nature magic all this time, you age more slowly. So for every 10 years that pass, you only age one year. So imagine an elf that already lives 700 years. They now live 7,000 years or give or take. They're basically immortal as long as you don't outright kill them. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, And at that point, it'd be hard to kill them anyway. So yeah. And if you're a fan of Critical Role, that makes things especially sad given how Campaign 1 ended that I'll not spoil here. Uh, also at 18th level, you can cast some of your druid spells while in wild shape, which is something people love doing because uh, it gets even crazier. Um, as um, long as it has uh, only somatic or verbal components, you're good or doesn't have those, you're good. You just can't do any of the material components. Uh, so a focus won't help you. You know, having a sprig of holly won't help you. Um, and then the capstone ability is the arch druid, which is what that thing was back in second edition at level 14 is you can okay. use your wild shape an unlimited number of times, which is buck wild. Um, and you can ignore verbal and somatic components of your druid spells, as well as any material components that lack a cost and aren't consumed by the spell. Uh, you can do that while in wild shape or in your normal shape. I feel like the level 20 druid is just uh, Maui from moana yeah where he's pretty just much. like you know blipping around from one creature to a next to a next and <laughs> that's really good actually i'm, I'm, I'm like literally writing right. that down because i'm like oh because my video maui okay got a little it. flying eagle and then they turn into a tiny little bug that scampers underneath mm-hmm. or something and yeah uh so good yeah so that's basically it there's some extra things that came from tasha's that basically opened up more spells to the default druid um, and also uh, lets you spend a wild shape to cast Find Familiar instead. But other than that, it's pretty, not much changed um, there, but it's some fun things. Thanks for equipping the compendium. We hope you enjoyed listening in to the conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would help us out if you take a minute to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a good review. We hope to see you back in a few days for the next episode, where we'll be continuing our discussion delving further into the world of D&D.